Hey guys, welcome back to another episode here on Chase the Unknown. Thanks for joining us here for another week. My name is Roger Sisk. I'm also here with my co-host Trinity Dobbs. Today we wanted to sit down and take the opportunity to start a conversation about what's going on right now um, in the digital media space and the controversy surrounding Netflix um, and what's going on with them right now. And just as a quick side note before we get started, we're not starting this conversation to condone or condemn any actions or behavior by Netflix or by the the filmmaker that we're bringing into question today, Um, but to start a conversation because if we don't start a mature conversation about these topics and these issues when they come up, then how are we going to learn and grow not only as creatives but as a culture? We've said this in the past, but one of our goals here at Right Time Productions is to approach topics and issues like this, um, not from a place of we have all the answers, but from a place of intention to start the conversation so we can learn and grow further, not only as creatives, but as a culture and as a society. So for those of you who don't know, um, Netflix um, released a TV show called Cuties, which stars 11-year-old female dancers, and from the articles that we have seen or read in the posts on social media, they're all, it's very, um, what's the word? It's extremely promiscuous is yes, the word well, I and think what, I'm going to go with. What it's um, basically being accused of, you know, is hypersexualizing young girls. Yeah, it's pretty much what they're being accused of as well as um, mm-hmm. al- almost... Um, Sex trafficking, almost. Uh, all, yeah, like it's basically it's what, kind of putting. It's what them they're in, being accused of. Yeah, it's kind it's of putting them in a light. Of course, I haven't seen the film. I don't believe Trinity's seen, seen the film either. I have not seen the film, but I have um, a strong opinion. So yes, I, 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 as yeah, a female, again, I have so a strong that's opinion. a that's a quick disclaimer on this whole entire conversation we're about to have really quickly that neither of us have seen the film and neither will we. I don't either. I don't think either ever watch the film, um, but you know it's. When an uh, accusation like that it is leveled where, you know, you have something where young, these young girls, you know, at some young ages of 11, you know, those those mm-hmm. um, very young ages, especially that are kind of like the peak ages in sex trafficking, you know. Exactly. And that's one of the, the biggest things that um, I know I really um, stand by um, supporting um the end of sex trafficking because obviously I think that that's one of the the most heinous crimes out there is trafficking people, sex trafficking people. Um, but in my opinion, just as a female in general, when in the the whole dance industry is a very interesting industry in the first it place. Is. I think that I understand why they tend like uh, the um and I understand why dancers tend to wear the uh, more. To to why they wear the outfits that they do. Yeah, I do understand yeah. it because if you wear, like for example, you know if you if you're doing a tango and you're wearing a long dr- dress and three inch heels, you're more likely to break your ankle or yes. your dress is going to get caught and you're going to rip it and it's yeah. going to ruin the, the dance. So yeah. I understand why they wear specific outfits the way they do, but at the same yeah. time, I think that there is a more appropriate way exactly to. To go about that, I think that, I think that children, especially at the age of eleven, like that, I don't think that they are. I don't think that they are at fault, because I don't think that it's they are old enough to have an opinion on it. That's I think good. that 
it would be the fault. Uh, it's a combination of both the the instructors and the school or whoever mm-hmm. whoever is forcing those outfits yeah. on them. It's it's a combination of the the school for the quote unquote uniforms, and yeah. it is the fault of the parents as well because mm-hmm. I think that. The parents have a right to pull their ch- child out of that if they don't agree with the dress code. Yeah, so I agree. That's that's the way I that's how I feel about it. I the agree. parents have that authority; they have yeah. that right to pull them out yeah. of it. And I think that for this particular show, I think that the parents are at fault with this because they didn't pull their kids out of it. Yeah. But at the same time, I also believe that the dance industry is at fault for over-sexualizing children in the first place. I think that children, they, they, they do what they're told, especially at the age of 11. Yeah. All they're trying to do is they do what they're fitting. They're just trying to fit in. They're still... They want, they want to be accepted. They've just hit the double-digit age, so they're just mm-hmm. trying to fit in, and they just do what everybody else is doing. And as a... You know, as a parent, parents are supposed to be teaching their children, you know, to be who they truly are and not necessarily, you know, do what the norm is. But at the same time, I can understand from, you know, being (laughs) from being a female myself and at that age, all I wanted to do was fit in as well. I can completely understand that. But at the same time, if I remember correctly, I read an article on Facebook that said that um, it was a it was a news article where. They were actually show showing the eleven year old girl's breasts out on camera, and I. In the film? In the oh film, wow, yeah. that's that I didn't even realize until just a minute ago. Re, I've got an article up here. I didn't even realize that I was even potentially part of this um, project as well. You know, obviously we don't want to get too involved in politics here on the podcast or anything like that. Um, but I do have. I'm gonna read an article here. I have a. A quote from Texas Senator Ted Cruz, um, who commented on the commented on the film, who um, actually has called for the DOJ to investigate Netflix and the Cuties filmmakers to determine whether they broke any federal laws against the production and distribution of child pornography. Um, he, he said the film routinely fetishizes and sexualizes these pre-adolescent girls as they perform dances simulating sexual conduct and revealing clothing including at least one scene with partial child nudity, Cruz wrote in a letter to Attorney General William Barr on Friday. When this article was written, these scenes and in them themselves are harmful and in likely that the filming of this movie created even more explicit and abusive scenes and that pedophiles across the world in, future, in the future will manipulate this film in abusive ways. That bothers me. Oh, a totally. Lot. Because, oh, well, Ooh. A, 11 year old should not be exploited to something of that nature in the first place. And secondly, there are thousands of, peop- mi- of th- thousands of people out there that are going to, you know, who are not necessarily the, the best of people. And, you know, they could, mm-hmm. you could be putting that child's life in danger because of doing that right there. Exactly. And that is not okay with me. You should never put a child's life in danger. Yes. Whoever yeah. did this did not think this yeah. through. So you're saying you that essentially so you're blaming it more on the industry in general and the industry <sighs> as a whole as opposed to just the film. Yes and no. Oh, I do believe it is the the film's fault because they, yes. whoever wrote that into mm-hmm. the script, yeah. they are at fault. 
I would I would definitely agree with you there. We we need to take responsibility as creators that you know we're responsible for what we create essentially you know and actually i do have a um, direct quote from the filmmaker here um that actually gave a interview to the hollywood reporter um while participating in the toronto film festival um on french filmmakers monday um they said it's because i saw so many things and so many issues around me lived by young girls that i decided to make this film and sound an alarm and say we need to protect our children she also argued it's bold and it's feminist, but it's so important and necessary to create debate and try to find solutions. For me as an artist, for politicians and parents, it's a real issue. So if I'm through that quote, I feel like what she's attempting to say is, hey, I saw a problem. I made this film to call out a problem that needs to be fixed. And if it's actually as bad as what everyone is saying, um, again, Trinity and I both have not seen the film. It was executed in totally the wrong way, just done horribly. Because of that, not only are we calling her viewpoint and her point of view on things into question, but also Netflix's handled. Exactly. And it... I mean, and I'm not, you know, I'm not defending her by any means, but if that's, if she's just trying to bring light to the situation, that's one thing. But if you're doing it to exploit the child, then that's another. And also then there's another, you know, question here of should you cancel your entire Netflix account? Exactly. That's, yeah. that's, where, that's why earlier when we were talking about this beforehand with that, I said it was a loaded question. Yeah. Because... The way I look at it is Netflix has a lot of good shows. They really do. Do you cancel your entire Netflix account because you believe that they are supporting sex trafficking and all this stuff? You know, it's one of those where we can't actually even answer that because it's a person to person opinion. It's a person to person opinion, yeah. You know, like, I mean, I personally think that, I mean, you know, like there's a show I like on Netflix called Criminal Minds. It's on Netflix, which Mm -hmm. I personally enjoy that show. Yeah. So do I cancel my entire Netflix account and yeah. not be able to watch the shows that I actually do enjoy? No. Exactly. And we can go into that whole conversation about, you know, do, what what is the more, uh, if you want to put it in the terms of what is the morally right thing to do. You yeah. Know? And we can go more into that here in just a second, but I w- did want to back up for two seconds. Okay. Um, and just continue, continue to talk about the actual debate around the film as it is. Because um, I've got another quote here in front of me. Um, and this is all this is all off of an article I'm finding on Fox News News through Google. Um, whether wherever you are involving politics, you know, I feel like you know that's one of the things that we've um, kind of made a decision about, not mm-hmm. only as a company but as people, is just to not talk about politics because you know things it, it gets sticky really fast. It really does. And so it's not about us trying to protect our image or anything like that branding-wise. It's just a personal decision that we've made yeah. um, for all, not only ourselves, but for the company just to be remain impartial in that yeah. sense. Um, but anyway, I have, I do have an article, um, an article here, you know, from, I've got a quote here from attorney Christine Pelosi, who's actually Nancy Pelosi's daughter, who is completely on the other side of the spectrum of Ted Cruz politically, But, you know, even she put out a tweet and said, Hi, Netflix, from a customer and former ADA in SFDA's 
Child Abuse Sexual Assault Unit, Cuties, hypersexualizes girls my daughter's age, no doubt to the delight of pedophiles like the ones I prosecuted. Cancel this. Apologize. Work with experts to heal your harm. Hashtag cancel Netflix. So it's really interesting to see people from both sides of the political spectrum coming out and publicly saying, hey, this is a problem. We need to we need to talk about this. We need to deal with this because this is not okay. Obviously, yeah. Is that she's saying, hey, I've got a daughter this age, you know, and I have firsthand experience. And I used to, I use, I personally used to prosecute people, pedophiles, people yeah. like this. But I mean, you know, she has a very strong opinion of, of this, which is, which is a whole different realm, that opinion that you and I can't have because you and I, neither one have children, neither one of us are actually married. Exactly. Her perspective is, you know, she she has kids that age, you know, and so she can say her her perspective may even be more valid than ours because, you know, we're still single. We're still um, we don't have families yet, but she's in it. She has children that age, you know. But the thing is, is I remember what it's like to be that age, you know, but I had a very. um, What's I had a very good childhood. I never really was concerned about that type of stuff because I didn't grow up watching. We didn't have cable growing up, so I never grew up watching uh, cable TV or the news and stuff. So I never really knew what was going on in the world. So that was something I was never around or aware of. Exactly. Um, which is why I don't have to, I didn't have to worry about it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I mean, if it was, yeah. I mean, I'll, all I can mm-hmm. go is that if it was me type mm-hmm. of thing, but I can't exactly. really even go into that because that was a whole different yeah. time. And like you mentioned earlier, Trinity, you know, um, there are actually people on Twitter and on the um, just general interwebs, you know, right now that are saying that this film is on the same level, is just as bad as, it's just as much of a problem as child pornography. And if you know anything about the regulations around that, that is, like, that's no joke. You know, that's a serious offense, you know. Um, and I've actually got a quote, a quote on Twitter right here from a former Democratic presidential candidate, um, Tulsi Gabbard, who said, Netflix child porn cuties will certainly whet the appetite of pedophiles and help fuel the child sex trafficking trade. One in four victims of trafficking are children. It happened to my friend's 13-year-old daughter. Netflix, you are now complicit. Hashtag cancel Netflix. So again, we see... Someone, we see people from totally different opposite sides of the political spectrum agreeing that we have a problem. You know, the, the question we're asking right now is not do we have a problem or it's, it's what do we do? But these, these kids who have their cell phones at the age of five can get found by anybody and that just makes the world such a more dangerous place in my personal opinion yeah oh totally it's especially with atlanta being the number one um hot spot for sex trafficking it is because it has the largest airport Mm -hmm. and that terrifies me as a single woman that scares me half to death especially Mm -hmm. since i'm five foot one for those of you who've never seen me i'm five foot one i'm very short i'm very small so you know, that makes me a little nervous whenever I go somewhere. That's why I tend to not go places by myself. Yeah. And if I, do I don't go, blame you. And if I do go by myself, I, that's why I'm always on the phone with somebody. Because that that's way somebody idea. always knows where I am. And it is a Something really... I do. It, again, a conversation like this can get 
really sticky fast. You he know? can. They're all we're all on the same side here. We all think that it's wrong. I mean, I mean, from what, like I said, I have not seen the the movie. The only thing I know about this show or movie or whatever it is, is that it's on Netflix and anything that I have read via social media or the web. That's all that I know about it. I have not seen it. And, and according to all the articles that I have read, I do not want to see it because it's going to make me mad. Mm -hmm. So, but I think that. If if we're all trying to bring light to the mm-hmm. to this particular topic, I think maybe 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 not the way that it was handled was wrong. It was. It was. Regardless, it was. If, if if everything that I have read is true, just pretend for a moment that everything that you read is true. Exactly. And it was done in a very predatory way. Then that is definitely wrong. Definitely. But at the same time. The question is, is it? Is it wrong? Yeah. Not not the question, is it? The question is not, is it wrong? Is it? The question is, was it predatory? Was it all these, was it all these things that they're saying? Yeah. All these things that these people that are agreeing with each other are Mm -hmm. saying it is, you know? Yeah. Um, It's it's exploitive. It's all all this, all these other um, quotes that people are saying, you know? I guess the question would be, you know, is it, is it predatory? Was it done predatorily? Yeah. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure that's a word, but was it done that way or not? Exactly. That is the that is the question. You know that we had to answer as a society is was this done in was this done in a predatory manner? You know, because um, even even if it wasn't, I think it's still a problem. The fact that so many people are coming from both sides. Not of not only the political aisle, but people of different viewpoints are coming together and saying this is a problem. Even if it wasn't done with a predatory manner or predatory um, intent behind it from the filmmaker or from the creators, you know, it, it's still a problem. No matter if it had predatory intent behind it, you know. Um, but if we want to shift the conversation a little bit and talk about Netflix as a whole, you know, at the end of the day, they are a business. You know, they have to make a profit. Um, and so, uh, in my opinion, I don't think they're handling the situation that well. Um, they did come out, obviously, and make a public apology and say, we're deeply sorry for the inappropriate artwork that we used for Cuties. A Netflix spokesperson told Fox Business at the time. It was not okay, nor was it representative of the French film, which premiered at Sundance. We've now updated the picture and description. After apologizing for the wrong, using the wrong artwork, a network spokesperson also told Fox News on September 10th, Cuties is a social commentary against the sexualization of young children. In an award-winning film, it's an award-winning film and a powerful story about the pressure young girls face on social media and from society more generally growing up. And... We'd encourage anyone who cares about these important issues to watch the movie. Although this article that I'm reading on Fox News, they're saying Netflix may be regretting that advice as viewers from all across the political spectrum have watched the film and agreed, like we've talked about, have agreed that it should be taken down and that it's it's a problem. You know, it's not, this is not okay. Even though, yeah, you, 
you, you may have used the wrong poster and had a, di- a different a different um, description. You you changed that. You you change. You saw okay. There's backlash, you know, and so we'll we'll uh, we'll appease the public. We'll appease everyone to an extent, you know. We'll um we'll change the cover. We'll change the poster. We'll change the description to be. I don't, I don't, I don't know what that does for them. You know, I, I mean, obviously I know that does affect their metrics. Um, just a little bit about that. I know about, you know, marketing and algorithms and, um, when it comes to all that of what, what gets watched and such, um, you know, so I do know there is an effect on it, but I just don't know how big of an effect it is just because Netflix doesn't release information about their algorithm. But if you ask me, I feel like Netflix has made their decision. You know, as of September fifteenth, they it's still number seven on the most watched films on Netflix, and so you know they're they're getting numbers, they're getting views, they're 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 they're, and I'm not saying that they're just going to keep it on there because their bottom line is being hit. But I, I feel like they have made their decision on whether or not they're going to remove it even though they had those 20,000 signatures on that petition. If you don't know anything about Netflix's financial situation, like they were in trouble last year. Yeah. You know, they were, um, I have the exact number here. Um, as of the end of March, Netflix reported, reported 14.17 billion in debt. You want to know my Most recently, the streamer, most recently, Netflix raised two point two billion in debt last fall. Dang! You want to know why I think that they um, they went into debt? Why? Because they took friends off of Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I, I, that's how that's my story. Uh, this, this opens up a whole other can of worms. That again, <laughs> it's been very well documented that. <laughs> Trinity is addicted to friends, and yes, that is actually a point I was about I was going to get to. Um, so you're kind of jumping the gut here a little bit. Uh, sorry, um, but that's my personal opinion. But yes, she is addicted to friends. I am so addicted if anyone, to friends. If you which, love Trinity, just buy her something, uh, some type of friends merch. She'll be love you forever. I will um, actually. I will probably love you forever. That would be awesome. But it's very interesting because I, I feel also like, accept cash and chocolate. Just so you know, <laughs> I, I feel like that does, in a way. L- play a role uh-huh. in, in terms of potentially losing subscribers because it, you've got friends, you've got The Office, you've got The 70s Show, and you've got Scandal, which have all disappeared off Netflix. They also took off um, How I Met Your Mother about a year. I mean, I mean I've mean, i always I've thought that Netflix has been going downhill for a while, especially once I've realized that they were taking friends off of Netflix. Um, and then they put on Hulu. Which I love that you think this is all ties back to friends. It's hysterical. Everything ties back to friends. That is my my outlook on life right now. Everything ties to friends somehow. I'm just kidding. I really, I'm really, I really do like the show, but I'm not that obsessed with it. I do have a normal, normal <laughs> mindset. Let me word it that way. Anyway. Anyway, but yeah. Do, but because, and the reason why I say that it ties back to friends is because Friends is still one of the top sh- TV shows of all time. It is, yeah. So to take the number one top show well, of it was all one time. Of the, it was their, I believe that and The Office were their two top performing exactly. shows on Netflix. And they took both of them off. If well, the show not, is doing well, why would you take it off? That's the thing is, though, it wasn't their choice. That's true. It they wasn't. lost the rights to it. 
That's true. They lost the rest to that. This is, and this brings up another conversation in terms of like you just said, if somebody's performing well, why take it off? They didn't have the choice. They, they this it. this even goes back to the conversation that happened last year was that remember I don't remember how much it was but Netflix re- like really like forked out I think it was some crazy number to keep friends to keep friends That's on the right. platform for another six months or something like that I forgot about that um and so it's not that they want to take it off it's they lo- lost the rights to it because they the were contract being expired yeah their contract on those on those properties expired. You know, so that's why. And I mean, it makes sense why they lost it is because, you know, their contract expired. But at the same time, if they could have found a way to keep it, it I probably would be doing better. Maybe, maybe it's possible. I think part of the reason why they didn't fight to keep it. And this this is because it's expensive to keep. No, this is the reason why I think they fought to keep it. Okay. Is be- they didn't fight to keep it. It's because they're sh- they've over the last few years Netflix has been consistently shifting its v- shifting its view more into original content. Uh-huh. They yeah, that's, they that's that's, that's naturally where streaming is going. Streaming is going into a place where everyone's now Everyone now that you know Disney Plus has a, has a service, you know HBO has a service. Um, of course, you got who? You got Peacock. You got Netflix. All, all the you've got all these. Everybody, every network and their brother has a streaming service now. That's true. Meaning that meaning that you no longer have a one stop shop for all your content, mm-hmm. and so now everything you're starting to see everything broken up into okay these five shows left Netflix and they yeah. went to and they went to three different platforms yeah you know and so now it's in a it's now going to a place where everyone is going to want control regain control mm-hmm. cuz they now all the companies are seeing the value companies are now finally seeing the actual value of streaming and how that's the future yeah. streaming is the future and it yeah, has it been for a while yeah and yeah, so, totally and because uh, the way Netflix is set up, they're like a studio. You know, mm-hmm. they they you rent space there. Right. You don't actually own the property. It's very interesting because to see that you know it's, Netflix and Redbox and all these things put Blue Blockbuster out of a bit business. But now, um, they're going but out now, of but now, Redbox is struggling, mm-hmm. and you've got. Netflix is in a situation where you know they say they have twelve over twelve months of sustainability, mm-hmm. but because they're shifting their focus into much more original content, you know right, they're right. they're shifting their thought process into um, you know the Witchers and the Stranger Things, and mm-hmm. you know and the interesting thing is the interesting thing is it all started with House of Cards. They did House of Cards, yeah, and then that became a smashing success. Yeah, Stranger and that's where they started saying, "Okay, we need we need to start producing more content." Yeah, and that's the reason why they're so in debt. It's not because of all these shows they're doing. It's because they're having to they're putting they're shelling out studio money to make these originals. That. I can see that. I can I, because it costs money to make these stuff. And this is why. And this is why I will. And this is why I will. Fully stand by the argument that companies like Disney and even Apple will be around a lot longer than Netflix unless Netflix does something. Because, like I said, Netflix is is 
Netflix is com- now trying to compete with Disney and Apple when Disney and Apple, that's Disney and Apple streaming is not their main thing. <laughs> They're trying to compete with Disney and Apple when they can go out and make this stuff, yeah. but they can afford to. You know, Disney can afford to go out and make the Mandalorian because, I mean, for example, just look at the parks, you know, they just in that one division of their company, they can afford to go out and make the Mandalorian, you know, Um, as opposed to they have other resources. They have other, like you're saying, income streams as opposed to Netflix where streaming is all they do, at least to my knowledge. Streaming is all they do as opposed to a Disney or, or an Apple where they have all these other um, revenues that they can just pull from. So my, in my opinion, that's why they're in debt so bad is because they're attempting to compete with a Disney and an Apple by shifting their content um, to more and more original Netflix original content. In fact, I know they even use their first quarter um, shareholders newsletter to talk about, um, this is a direct quote from from that. They said, our current plan is to continue to use debt to finance our investment needs. So in my opinion, they're using all this debt that they've been accumulating over the last several years and even this year um, by raising their their debt ceiling um, to basically make these studio level films you know they're using studio budgets that we're seeing out of these big studios such as disney to create these netflix originals because they feel like that's the future and that's what's gonna keep them alive going forward as opposed to relying on licensed properties so with all that being said, I feel like the next three to five years are going to be really interesting in the streaming world, especially with Netflix, to see what happens. Yeah, I think it's going to be, especially right now with this whole controversy, you know, with the whole QD's controversy, I think that they're going to have a hard time staying afloat. Exactly. I think they can stay afloat, and I think they're going to try their best, mm-hmm. but... The, the question remains, is their best going to be good enough? That's a good point. Is because, their best going to be good enough? Because they, they've, I mean, I don't know how long that show's been online, mm-hmm. but obviously if it if they're getting backlash, it couldn't have been on very long yeah. because they've gotten so much backlash mm-hmm. already and there's so many people who are still at home. Yeah. Um, not everybody has returned to work or mm-hmm. is working from home. Yeah. And all the students are still at home. Yeah. So. And another question is... Another question is: Has Netflix official? Has Netflix now tarnished their name in the family, <laughs> in the view of families? That's an excellent question. Are parents are parents still willing to trust the Netflix name with their kids? Um, that's I, you know, that's up to the parents. You know, I mean, you're right; it totally is. And you know, we could begin a longer conversation in terms of. Our platforms such as Netflix, and we could even throw TikTok in the conversation. Um, are these platforms doing enough to to have protocols and such in place to protect our kids from content that is not safe for them? Because um, obviously, there is a barometer for what's safe for for um, your child and what's safe for you. 
Anyway, that's a whole nother loaded conversation we could get into in terms of our platforms such as Netflix and these other platforms um, that we're going to be going forward with in the streaming world doing enough to protect our children and us from content that we don't want to see and content that is unsafe. Unfortunately, we just don't have time to get into that entire conversation right now in this episode, but maybe eventually we'll um, revisit that and have that conversation but it's going to be really interesting seeing going forward what happens in the next three to five years. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm going we'll to see. definitely keep my eyes open exactly. on this because I, as a female, I feel mm-hmm. very strongly about this topic because I obviously, you know, do not enjoy watching anybody get exploited, yeah. you know, especially since women tend to be more sexualized than men. Mm-hmm. I already had a hard enough time with a lot of the, the the film and dance industry for making women do things and yeah. wear th- outfits that necessarily are not are not needed, yeah, or or don't even really fit the storyline. They just tend to over sexualize it in general. Yeah, I'm not necessarily na- s- blaming the industry for this. It's just something that I have noticed that is a so- it's a society thing. It's not necessarily their fault. Yeah, it, it's a society thing where we just tend to over sexualize everything nowadays, and I. I don't agree with that. I think I'm not really sure how to feel about all this. I'm still obviously very uh, conflicted mm-hmm. because from a, you know, from a filmmaker, it's hard for me to criticize the industry that I work in. But at the same time, I don't approve of a lot of the things that are being done either. And therefore it makes it very, it, it's a very gray area. It's a very fine line and we have to, we have to f- walk the line. Exactly. exactly. You know, to quote Johnny Cash for yeah. a second, we got to walk the line, <laughs> and yeah. um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm just like I said, guys. This is just our opinion. Yeah. An hour take on it. You know, I I tend to think you know we tend to have a very level. We tend to both be very level headed, and so I would we think are so. trying I feel to. Like we, I feel I feel like we uh, we, try we tend to, give, to look at things very objectively. Yeah, and not only that, but we also tend to play devil's advocate a lot. So we yeah. look at it from both perspectives, mm-hmm. and well, you know, you don't have to necessarily agree with us. We, you know, that's that's your exactly. choice. Yeah. We just we just wanted to give our spin on it, mm-hmm. and yeah. maybe we have said something that kind of is making you think, or mm-hmm. have said something that you know sparked you. Or mm-hmm. if you don't like it, then that's fine too. Um, yeah. And I think you know. I, you know, I th- not, think at the end of the day, we're it's not here to judge anybody. We're just, yeah, we're and just I think at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, we're not necessarily here to provide all the answers. Exactly. But we're here to start a conversation. Yeah. And say this is a problem. We need to fix it. What are we gonna do? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, absolutely. But we we appreciate you sticking with us and I'm um, kind of bearing with us um, today on this this special edition of Chase the Unknown. I know this is kind of kind of a little bit out, outside the wheelhouse of um, what we normally talk about here on Chase the Unknown. But we we felt like since all this stuff has been going on um, in regards to Netflix and all mm-hmm. the, um, mainly and just we yeah. we really felt like it was a, um, a conversation that um, obviously we had opinions on and that a conversation that needed to be had. Yeah. So completely agree. Next week, we'll be back with another guest and we'll have more of a normal episode for you. Um, But thank you so much for sticking in here with us as we have this conversation and we hope to see you next Wednesday. If you haven't already, go ahead and check us out on Instagram and Facebook at right time productions. Go ahead and follow us there. If you're interested in more, um, 
more conversation around not only topics like this, but um, hearing about what other people are doing to chase their unknown and go after their passions no matter what. So until next Wednesday, don't forget to go chase your unknown. Oh,